right, we are live. We are live. Welcome to the Three Marketer Show. As you can see, we have, you know, one of a very interesting guy over here. We have Adrian. So today, this is the 18th episode of the Three Marketer Show. Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. <laughs> uh, whether you're you're watching this live or you're watching the replay, yeah, yeah, already. already 18 episodes. So we do this every week, right? You know, and now it's already like the 18th episode. Yeah, lucky number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, lucky we wanted to make it like 100. So yeah, you, you are lucky to be the 18. So this is a very good number, auspicious. So thanks, uh, thanks. what we do here is, you know, uh, every week, every Wednesday, we come live at 10 p.m. over here on my Facebook page, as well as my YouTube channel, because now we are multicasting on two platforms. So when you're watching this, if you're watching this, remember to just, you know, say hi. And if you have any questions regarding the topic that we are discussing, every day, you can actually feel free to type in the comment below. So before we roll into and bring up our guest today, uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Jason. I help businesses navigate success with Facebook ads. And we have Andrew over here, who is actually an email marketing specialist. And we have Manfred from Singapore, who is actually a mm -hmm. mobile app, Facebook ads, digital marketing guy. And, you know, now uh, I actually met Adrian. I know I, I actually heard about Adrian a long time ago. This guy is like a legend. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is, like, we didn't get to meet each other only until when, huh? Adrian, when was the last time we met? The first time we met was sometime. The Lazada thing. The Meetech conventional hall. That was our first meeting or second? First, right? I think that wasn't the first time I met. We last met. We last met before, you know, 2002, before the lockdown. We last met at the KL there. The Lazada color conference was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the time. So, so uh, at one time, because for those who know me, right, at one time uh, I was actually kind of like crazy about doing startups and all that. And one of the time that I was doing one of the startup that I built was actually something like an e-commerce platform, something similar to what Adrian was doing. So yeah, back then, right, so noob, right? Back then, I was like, don't know anything, but we were doing this and we were looking at everybody how they do it and all that. But I. Over the over the years, right, Adrian has involved in a lot of things. Like he even co-founded one of the fastest growing uh, so-called e-commerce related portal and like a you know information portal in Malaysia. And then after mm. that, he actually is very much into e-commerce and and e-wallet, you know. So yeah, yeah so that's what I get. Milo.com, right? Let me start. Yeah, back then you were doing e-commerce Milo.com. And yeah. then eventually he got rebranded into EC Insider. So, yes, so that, right. that's how I get to know, know that's how I get to know uh, Adrian. But that's mm. probably a bit fragmented, right? But Adrian, share with us, share with us, um, give give us a brief introduction about yourself, you know, to tell us, tell our audiences about you and uh, what yeah. have you done in the past few years. Yeah, just give us a quick one. <laughs> sure. Uh, hi, everyone. First of all, uh, Thanks, the three musketeers, for having me in the 18th episode. Uh, I'm honored to be here. Really appreciate for having me tonight. And to me, it's like a late night show because I never done a live right at 10 p.m. Normally at this time, Always right? The first time. Always the first time. Oh, I'm drinking now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we probably can't do it here. Okay. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm Adrian. I'm actually uh Pinangji. Okay, I was born in Bukit Mataja, and uh, I'm a UTM uh, Com Science graduate. So I graduated at about two o two, right? So it's like about almost nineteen years ago. 
Right. Wow. Nine. Whoa. That tells a lot about your age, huh? Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Roughly uh, around there, uh, around there. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm 41 this year. 41. Okay. Um, and no worry. I I'm looking as good, right? As even better than I was in my 30s, honestly. No, you look more... 28, ma. Huh? You look 28, yeah. ma. Okay. My goal is to look 24 every year. Okay, so working ah, on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so as a com science graduate, uh, for me, I'm a guy that I like to build stuff. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm passionate about retail. Right. Retail. So back to my first job, I joined a company called OYL Manufacturing. Have you heard of this company called OYLM? Uh, OYL uh, air conditioning, ma. Yes, you're right. One of ma, the man, oldest, uh, oldest yeah. company in uh, in Malaysia. Old family, yeah. old money. It was uh, listed back then, and then I think later on, Hong Leong Bank bought over a big chunk, invested, and then yes. enabled them to take over uh, a US air conditioner company called McQuaid. So actually, wow. they, they are the first company, manufacturing company in Malaysia that actually bought over an US York. company. Uh, not York. York. Not York. York, York, they are licensing. They license York brand name. I so see, every year, you have to pay 3% royalty fee to York back then. Uh, right? okay. So of course, now they have delist. You know, I think by the time they delist, right, the, the value at about, if I'm not mistaken, should be about 7 billion ringgit Malaysia. Mm, right? Wow. Uh, Ong Yulian, like, that's the name of OIL. Uh. Ong Yulian. Yeah, uh, they are money. one of the most successful manufacturers in Malaysia ever. Yeah. So it was founded by this guy called Mr. Liu, uh, also from Penang, and um, I think a University of Malaya graduate. Mm. And when I joined the company, right, I got a few job offer, including uh, some Singapore company. I decided to join OYL because um, there's an opportunity for me to involve in the special project team. Mm. So the, the special project code name is actually called Warmate. The idea is we can sell air conditioner to household while online. Okay. Wow, wow, so wow. Back then. The itself. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, okay. You see an uh, aircon, right? Now you buy, right? The tricky part is what? You Why people cannot buy online back then? Because you have to arrange for installer, right? Yep. Normally, yep. How, how do you coordinate all this? You know? Yep. And don't forget, there was no 4G back then. There was no mobile phone penetration back then, right? And nobody actually believed in online yet before mm. the era of uh, group buying, you know? Mm. Malaysia's first phase of really online mass adoption on buying online, right? There's one critical point, which is uh, the era of group buying. If you guys remember, there was one time more than 100 over group buying sites just in Malaysia alone. They are the ones that started all e-commerce uh, evolution, phase one, if you ask me, right? But we are talking yeah. about years before. So, the idea is we make an aircon cheap enough and uh, try to guess one horsepower how much the retail pipe we were selling. Aircon. One horsepower. Yes. I don't know. Back then. Uh. Yeah, back in 2005. 2005, huh? Two, two oh something. I, yeah. I, was, I was not oh, grown yeah. enough to look at aircon yeah. pricing yet. I don't know. Not reach the point. Right? Uh, 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 1,005? 1,000? 
It's not a smart cooler, right. you know, it's a real aircon with yeah. a compressor inside. Yeah. yeah. We were selling at 599 oh. ringgit. Yeah. Oh, wow. The idea is make it cheap, free delivery, send free to your home, delivery. you can DIY install it. Yeah. DIY install. Oh, DIY yourself. Uh. Yes. So, okay, you see, uh, the tricky part is like this. Because they want to make it cheap, they want to take away the installer, right? Hmm. So one of our job is to actually talk to housing developers, and remember, all these developers are very, very rich guys. They are tycoon. Okay, yep. they don't bother about you. Could cheat me out. Eh? If you don't have the connection, you cannot even knock on their door. Honestly, so we are having a hard time because we want to convince the developer, hey, the apartment that you are building, right? Let's break some hole, install, pre-install our bracket inside. That was the first obstacle, right? Mm. The second obstacle was to make aircon cheap enough and yet we have margin, okay? Easy to transport, where the noise of the fan, you know, when it blows, right, it won't annoy people. So I actually went down into the production line and I assembled the aircon entire unit by myself before. I did that. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, so you guys can see, right, the, my first job, right, actually I'm more like a what? Hands-on person. Entrepreneur in residence, if you call it. Yeah. 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 That's what attracts me to the work. Okay. Mm. Uh, so I joined in. Uh, my, my main job inside was as an IT executive. Actually, my main task is to roll out a website that customer can buy online and mm. connect to payment and everything else. You know, that was my main role in the project. But of course, I mean, uh, it took us about a couple of years. The whole project, uh, Fumber, uh, did not go through. Um, you know, and, but it was interesting. Seriously, it was very interesting. I bet. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I did so learn that, a that couple of things. Your, your, I think that triggered your entrepreneurship kind of like, you know, fire in you, right? Yes. Because it lets you see closely, right? Uh, you have to know because this guy, we directly report to the GM, first of all. You imagine right, we are freshmen. When we come into a big company like OIL, mm. we skip all the rank one. We just report directly to the GM. We don't give a shit about anybody else. Right? Mm. You know? Sure, that one see one like that. GM directly report to the founder, which is Mr. Liu himself. Right. And a lot of things, right, we are sitting in the room together with the GM and Mr. Liu. But, but later on, I can tell you, I realized one thing. There's a downside to it. You know what? Because we are so fresh, we don't know any shit. Okay? And when you talk to people like GM, all these have, what, 20, 30 years of working experience. They are so smart people. They manage thousands of people. And you, you work with this founder that, you know, built this billion dollar company. Honestly, right? Sometimes the thing they talk about, we don't have a clue. We cannot comprehend. Of course. That's okay. a downside. Yes. That's the downside of it, okay? All right. So there, there but I think are, fine. I think in order for you to gain from this, right, it will be better if we have some foundation. I give you an example, right? There's one time my father, right, he came to office. Then I was reading a book, Peter Drucker, of management, right? So that was one of the go-to book classic. Yep. Peter Drucker. Then my boss asked me, what were you, what were you reading? I said, oh, I'm reading about Peter Drucker or management one, blah, blah, blah. 
Then he asked me, you got people to manage, man? <laughs> that was the first question he asked me, you got people to manage, man? Right, wait until you got people to manage, they read lah. Because that's psycho mm. one now, right? So that was the time where you actually exposed to all these like, you know, really big shots and all that. And uh, the biggest challenge that you faced was you kind of like, you know, like you say, you cannot really comprehend about a lot of things that discussed because we're not at that level. Mm. Yeah, but... Yeah. But I want to bring to our first question over here, Adrian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think eventually that, that actually in a way, although you cannot comprehend at that point of time, but you actually kind of like gain a lot of exposure because you get to learn but a lot of times, right, we may have learned something in our ourselves, right? Uh, we may not know what it is, but when when the time comes, we probably would just grab it. But I want to bring back to your entrepreneurship journey because that is something that I believe is really uh, really inspiring. Uh, so, how did you yeah. started your, your first company after all this journey that you have uh, in all these bigger corporations and all that? How everything started, and you know what have you done? I think that's something that I would like to quickly, you know, just get a grasp of like you know how many startup or how many companies that we have built and uh, can you really give us a little bit of a timeline of what you have done in your entrepreneurship journey okay, then after the oil journey so after that they don't know what to do with me okay actually okay. they chuck me aside then you know eventually i quit i started from scratch because i decided to build my own thing remember i told you i i see myself as a builder right mm -hmm. i always like to create stuff and right. uh, one of the dream is I want to build products right that really can add value to people's life. And I would prefer right uh, my product to be utilized by a lot of people. Okay. okay. Obviously, because I like retail, okay, and obviously internet fascinates me. Uh when you combine these two, right, you get e-commerce. In fact, when I studied UTM that time, right, I picked the course that major in multimedia because that's the only course that covers some part about e-commerce. There wasn't any major of e-commerce back then, right? I actually want, and my, my project thesis, right, I, I did something on the shopping cart side, okay? Ah. Well, of course, I didn't really get to do it and practice it in my uh, first real job. Uh, but after that, I... When I want to quit from uh, OYL, I pulled one of my colleagues uh, in the IT division one. His name was uh, Steven, Steven Yip. So I adjust him out and I say, come, let's build something together. That's how we start, actually. Very simple one. And with some, okay. uh, you know, because my belief is like that. We, we are young, right? And we are not the lazy type. And what's the worst thing that could happen? We burn the money. <laughs> Go back, go back. and we repay the money yeah. Yeah. right so yeah. we do kind of thinking only we don't really think too much with some borrowing from my parents and also i i before that i sell first i actually sell a car porter project okay uh the whole thing about 30 40k you know and i know that it will suffice to give the money right for both of us to start mm. and even if we okay. don't have money uh coming in assume we have zero sales we won't be starving for the next you know six to twelve months that i was thinking okay yeah as All simple right. as that that's how we started so what was so the I, first company you started hmm? the car portal or what was it the car no, no, portal no, no, that no, you started? We get the car portal project so that we get the money oh you mean to yeah. build the car portal first in a way you're, you're getting yeah. into the 
web development company in a way. You're building a web development company. Oh, from the first day, right? We we don't plan to become a software company that customize project. Right? Ah, okay. That has never been the thing I wanted to do. No. Obviously, there are a lot of companies very successful in doing that. Uh, but that's not the path I want to take. I okay. always uh to build something right uh that we can control with our brand name one and i okay, actually have so proof right we can build things and preferably a malaysian make things that can be utilized by a lot of people that actually can add value either to business or people like that's okay. that's what actually drive me right so it's not like um software house no i have friends who run software house successfully right uh, but that's not what I want to do. You know? So you got the money from the first project building a portal. Yeah. Then after yeah. that, you started your own company. So what was yeah. the nature of the company? The nature of the company you from started, you started right? building uh, e-commerce platform or anyone. Immediately yeah. e-commerce platform. So was that WebShaper? Yeah. The biggest, that's yes. what I know about. Exactly. So that was WebShaper. Yes. Ah. How so many years already a WebShaper right? up to now? Sorry? How many years? Oh, really yeah. uh, we've gone through a lot of iteration, man. Right. If you look at where she okay. right? Uh, we started at about two o o eight. Right. Ah. Yeah. Two o eight. Yes. It's about twelve years back. Think, right. When we do this, remember we wasn't even started as a SaaS. What we have is we buy a hosting, okay. and um, we sell it as a script. You know, something like a downloadable software. And people purchase, they install it. We have them to install. Uh, we were running on Microsoft Access as a database back then. So uh, it was very primitive. But again, we sell first. I want to highlight this. We sell first. Our first company that actually signed up this right, uh, was a company in JB. So okay. they sell remote control toys. Okay. And the name is Nico, the part of mine. Nico. Nico. Yeah, yeah. My first customer name was Mr. Pang. I still remember him. Right. Um, uh, for this early supporter, right, we are always forever grateful. Okay, if not, then it would have probably have uh, take off. You know, we could have failed. Yeah. Right, right. Failure is common. Success is not. You know. And so eventually, because of that, you 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 how do you evolve into a into a SaaS? Because eventually, the the way I know about Web Shepherd, it was a SaaS. It was yeah. a software as a service. Yeah. Very simple because uh, you see, when the early days when we do this, right? Uh, and some more, um, that time we were kind of naive, right? I want to share with you that uh, because my partner back then, Stephen, he know ASP, and we just start with ASP without, you know, looking much at the technology, how it will evolve. This is something we overlook that eventually we have to pay a big price for that, okay? But I see it more okay. with this when we start deploying install one script on another on different hosting for company. We found there's one big problem. Sometimes when certain things don't work, right, the hosting company blames us. While in fact, it is their problem. Hmm. Okay? We are not the type that finger pointing one. We talk with facts. Then they will pinpoint and their level one support won't be able to handle this. They'll just say, hey, this thing, your program not working. Uh, that's why, uh, you know, or your program is eating up my resources, uh, not well programmed, uh, all this nonsense. While they are running on the cheap share hosting, right, with uh, minimum memory, not optimized, you know. So that's when we know, right, if we don't 
take it over, we cannot provide a good uh, experience right, for our user and customer. So right. before before you proceed, uh, let me ask you one question. Uh, yeah. What is yeah. web shaper? What do you mean? What is, the name? What is, what is web shaper? What exactly does web shaper do? Oh, a shopping ah, okay. cart. Manfred shopping doesn't cart. know you, so yeah. 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 <laughs> shopping cart. Yeah. Yeah, imagine similar to Shopify. Oh, something to Shopify. Yes. A website. Lah, that you can do. It's very, very successful and we are not. Right? So that's a difference. Mm. I, can, I can tell you what I think about Shopify later on as well, why they are so successful. Yeah, because I learned something about how, how they work. What does it mean by a platform-driven uh, mindset? And Shopify are really the, is really the first shopping hub platform that had this kind of mindset. Okay. So how and big? How big is? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely want to hear from you about that thing. But before that, I would like to really yeah. drill deeper on the yeah. on the on the web shaper. So you actually eventually yeah. evolve it into a SaaS company. So yeah. how how big was how how big was web shaper? Would you be able to just give us a, a, some imagination? You know, how many clients you had? How many clients? How many how many stores? At one point, right? I mean, the highest peak, right? Uh, we have like two thousand over customers. Wow, that's not bad. Oh, that's yeah. that's very that's very good. That's very but good. But I can tell that's you, we have so that was later. We, yeah, we. I mean, you go on, please, 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 please. The whole thing, right? It, it gone down, right? And uh, how do I put it out? Your this kind of innovations, right? When you want to render, you have to first thing you have to know the the market, right? Is very very competitive. Okay, when you're in a competitive market and the price is not high customer can easily switch if you are not at that kind of level or you cannot be able to maintain it customer will change okay mm -hmm. and remember i mean customer will always have choice one no matter what kind of product and services you are selling nowadays mm -hmm. you guys agree yeah. so we we kind of feel to keep up you know on the service level in terms of our product innovation uh in terms of our uh, i i think I the product in part is the main thing that eventually fails us okay if you want to attribute because if you talk about service wise right i actually kind of proud that i i had a very very dedicated and very very good uh support team you know and till now i still have a few key members right i transit them over to the zp right and uh, of course now we actually rebrand them as a customer success team okay which means uh the proactiveness, you know, that we want care about onboarding customer correctly, we care about customer using our product. So, yeah, from at the peak, right, we have about 2,000 over clients, as you mentioned. But I can tell you, we did a lot of mistakes. And uh, I, I can quote you one of the mistakes, right, in the early 2016, right? Okay, um, back then, we were doing a marketplace thing, you know, it means that, you know, you are from a shopping cart, your product, because if you have your own online store, the main thing you need to drive traffic, okay? Then, as I mean, sometimes they don't have budget and they don't want to spend money. So one of the better way is the idea, can their products, right, you know, SKU, synchronize to marketplace. Because these marketplace, they spend so much money on marketing, driving the traffic, hmm. they can tap into that, right? And they are heavily funded. And so in the early 216, when we have this Lazada thing, thing, we were conducting classes, right? Our sales was going on not bad, I can tell you, right? We signed a lot of customers uh, back then. 
Um, but my Lazada synchronization did not work. Okay. You imagine, right? We sell to customer something that did not work first day. Mm. And secondly, it takes us too long to respond and fix it. From that mistake alone, just on the net revenue, right? I think we lose at least right 200k wow. of recurring revenue. And not to mention the, you know, because customers, right? I think the worst experience that come from that incident at uh, 216 early on. Uh, I, re I remember there's one customer, you know, I, I call him, I say, you know, sorry for the previous hiccup. Uh, we have fixed it, we have improved it. And I, I tell him, we can onboard you back. You can use it totally for free until you are satisfied. Only you can start paying us back. Remember, I, I say that, you know, hmm. you know what? He did not bother because, right, he did not trust us anymore. Right. This was one of the most hurtful experience, if I might add, in my uh, entrepreneurial journey. You know, because once your customers lose trust in you, right, you are gone. Okay? Yeah. And when they're still whacking you, they actually give you a chance to improve. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's a painful lesson. Right. Uh, so yeah, back then then it was on the decline. Oh, is it? So, so that was the time decline, uh, then you actually kind of pivoted in a way. And because of uh, some issues and uh, did you actually kind of like hold yourself back from e-commerce? Because eventually after that I learned about you about you know, the e-commerce Milo. Mm. And of yeah. course, the web paper was still, you know, kind of like running. And, yeah. uh, you know, then eventually I heard about Zappi. And you start talk, yeah. sharing with me about Zappi and all that. So I think that is a very interesting moment. And I think Zappi is definitely something worth mentioning because whatever you are providing is really something that people are interested in. But we will look into that. So that, that, is a, that is a switch that I kind of like get disconnected. We weren't mm. that close anyway back then. Oh, very simple. You see, when I had this hiccup, right? Uh, mm. eventually I have a fallout with my co-founder, you know? Uh. Yeah. So things were very bad until like, I think it was the year 2018. Mm. I personally, I don't feel like going back to office. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the relationship was strained, right? Okay. I really, really was not happy about, you know, um, in the overall, um, the tech side, right, of my company. Okay. You like it or not, we are a tech company first. And my tech yeah. team, right, are the most important team. That's so right. I have like, you know, at the peak, I have 10 over programmers, right, reporting to my co-founders. But the productivity that we are doing, the innovation that we are doing, is like we are having like two people or three people, mm. you know. And the speed of rolling out new product, the speed of rolling out integration, is unacceptable, okay. you know. Still has been telling us we need this, right? Competitors having this, we have to match, you know. We can't, we didn't match up, and we give ourselves a lot of excuses, right? Yeah, and product thing, right, is eventually where we start the downfall. Okay, okay. of course, this is that. a more complicated than that, right? And. I uh, this is, I will attribute, is one of the main reasons. Right? Just so okay. i give you an example. When you sell Lazada Singh, you know, we sign up a lot of customers, but then, you know, recurring is a very powerful business model, right? Yep. But we lose 
right? There's even one we give them free, also don't want to use. Mm-hmm. What the heck, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Then, so that was the uh, time. The period happened like this. That when when this happened, right? Then we noticed there's there's this market opportunity, actually to cater uh to the growing, fast growing platform. So the classic example will be you look at like WooCommerce, right? Eventually, yeah. WordPress bought them over. You yeah. know? And you know when WordPress buy them over, they will be there forever already. Okay? True. They're going they to pump not, in money. They will not die. In- yeah. Yes, you're right. They will not die. You know? Because WordPress is making so much money. Right? So strong. Yeah. The IG organization. And uh, then you look at Shopify. They went listed. The amount of money they raised. And also not to mention a lot of people might not know. I think the CEO itself, right, is the one of the, uh, if not mistaken, the early founding members, right, that created this programming framework called Ruby on Rails, you know? Oh, wow. So he's a super smart candidate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys might not know it. He's a very candidate. No <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I mean, so it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then, then we see this opportunity and I actually put some resources uh in the early 2019 hey sorry in the early 2017 okay to start doing this but you know even my first version of zp was a failure i can tell you we launched it in uh lazada uh sunday convention event seller event back in no back in september 2017 okay after we launched we promote it you know, we spend 10000 on the event itself. Then we go ahead and have booth, promote it. We hire some beautiful models, help us to distribute the brochures, right? <laughs> Create a lot of hoo-ha, like what we always like to do with the event. Uh, we get a few hundred sign up. Then problem comes. Users start to report about bugs, all right? Ah. Then the guy I tasked with, the main lead, right? Basically, I have a few people working on it, the main lead, tasked to do it. Debug more than three weeks already, then cannot find solution. Then I knew something was not right already. Okay, that's not normal. So of course, eventually he resigned. All right, and then I have to regroup again, right? Uh, another team, and uh, in the I was searching high and low for people to lead this. Okay, he has to be a capable, right? Uh, technical lead. To be the least, all right. I try to convince some smart people, and yeah, it takes me a few months, can't, can't find until uh, my first Indonesian recruit, which I recruited from Facebook, by the way. Ah, him is Dicky, right? Okay. So, you start around Facebook, you go and stalk people on Facebook. Oh, I do whatever it takes. If that's what I want to do, right? <laughs> okay. So, uh, he was, you know, I look at some posting, then he was looking for some job, but his criteria, he want to work with mood on it. Okay. So, I go and grab him, uh, 2018, uh, I think September time. Then, I restart the whole thing, right? Zappy 2.0, which is what you are seeing now. Okay. Okay. Which is which is working right now, I suppose. Oh, 
so much. Way much better, but still a lot of things ongoing. Definitely. But it's Always. in good hands now, you know. Uh, yeah. so, for our audience, so for our audience, mm. what is actually Zappi? Uh? But that, before I go into that Zappi thing, uh, Manfred, <laughs> let me hold you there a bit. Yeah. Because, you see, yeah. the reason why I want to actually lead up to this, I, I like what it's actually leading up to because eventually what we are actually uh, trying to really like uh, 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 get out from Adrian over here is I want to really look at his experience working thousands of e-commerce sellers in the local scene. And uh, I would yeah. like to see if there is anything that we can share with the community. Remember, now we have a lot of people are watching this at the moment. Now, if you're watching this, uh, this is a tree marketing show. I'm Jason. Uh, I'm your host. And we have co-hosts like Manfred and uh, Andrew here. And we have Adrian. Yeah. Adrian is one of the earliest guy who built an e-commerce platform in the country as in like a homegrown e-commerce platform. So if you yeah. have any specific questions, not just about e-commerce platform, you can ask him now uh, why, you know, uh, is this Shopify better or e-commerce better? Chiwai is there, right? Chiwai, WooCommerce, who, who huh? Cannot do Shopify one, right? So anyway, uh, we have different school of thought. But I, I really want to go deeper on essentially, you know, I want to bring up my next question, which is, you know, yeah. you see, uh, Adrian, you have worked with so many e-commerce sellers in the, in the country. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. you come from the service provider uh, uh, perspective. You definitely learn a lot of things about what are the needs, what are the struggles and all that. So would, would you yeah. have anything that you would like to suggest? Like, you know, what are the, can you name three biggest challenges that local businesses face when it comes to start selling online? And what will be your suggestion? Now, when it comes to this topic, I would like to see everyone to chip in over here. You see, like, if you have any yeah. problems, if you're selling online, if you just got started selling online, you know, what are the challenges that you're facing? This could be an opportunity you can learn from a person who built platforms himself. And then, of course, we have people like Manfred who have done a lot of selling online. And I have actually worked with a lot of sellers online as in like helping them jumpstart, helping them find a way to actually bring in traffic and revenue. Uh, I yeah. think that is leading the discussion angle. towards yeah. that angle that I think it can get very interesting. So remember, if you have any questions, feel free to type in the comment section below because this is not just us talking, right? Although it's just us talking at the moment, you get don't get to talk, no. But we will bring up a question, okay? So now, Adrian, bring over this, I mean, share with us, what are the three biggest challenges that you think local businesses are facing when it comes to start selling online? Okay. Throughout my 10 over years experience in the field, right, I've spoken to not less than 1,000 SME owners, personally, all right? And I would like to, in my opinion, I think first thing, right, is really the mindset. Okay. The mindset, you mean? Yes. I want to give you an example. Okay. Right? Uh, I still remember, right, um, you guys recall this marketplace called 11th Street? Yes. Now they rebrand to Bristol Mall already, right? Which this I, is more a lot of people don't even know already. I mean, Bristol Mall. I don't yeah. have it in my phone now. Yeah, but you know, it's just a few years ago, right? They were very, very popular. Yeah. In fact, they come in during the GST time, right? Which is the year 2015. Heavily yep. funded too. By some um, Korean company. Definitely, definitely. Eventually, yeah. they, they decide to pull out from the market, right? And right. they actually sell the company to uh, uh, this uh, uh, local listed company, PUC. Then they rebrand it. So in the early days, right, there was one attempt by 11th Street, I still remember, the, the business dev team right, told me, they go into the mall, right? Uh, they one, one by one, they go in, they give them assistance, right, to help them upload the product to the marketplace. 
they give them the marketing program that they can participate in, right? And you know what? A lot of them turn it away. Hmm. Say, I don't have time, you know, I don't think still this is important. The is still happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> still happening. Yeah, so you imagine. Manfred, is starting, Manfred is starting an e-commerce B2B or B2C kind of platform in Singapore also. So he's doing the onboarding now, you know, that dude is doing the onboarding. Oh my God. This is, I think, right, this is the main problem, if you ask me. Out of all, right, the mindset. Mindset, right. You, 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 okay, I hate to always use China as an example because we can't compare as apple to apple. But when coming to mindset, we can. You go to China, right, even a small shop, when they are not doing retail, right, they train their staff or even the boss itself, right, are busy handling customers, doing marketing, right, on Taobao. Mm. on JD, on the marketplace. Yep. Why the same thing cannot be happening here? Right? Meaning that the involvement is not hungry you know? enough. Yeah. yeah they, they are don't hungry. Care. They are, they are hungry. not hungry. comfortable with whatever they are making right now. Is that what you mean? One way. This is one part of it only. Right. Yeah. But also you have to question, we, we, when it comes to hardworkingness and hungriness, right? Asian people, we cannot match China people. Right? Don't but be China cheap. China is Asian also, man. No way. No, no. <laughs> I think Asia in terms of South Asia, ah, yeah, South Asia, not Asia, right? Yeah, South Asia, yeah. And that's the reason yeah. why when COVID hit, right, so many people uh, go crazy because they had no choice. They are totally not freaking prepared to go online. But when COVID come, they have no choice. You see, but they start. They have pause until this corner, uh, then they have to return the fight. This is where things start to happen. Mm, okay. And I can give you a good example, right? Let's let's not talk about small guy. Small guy say, I uh, I'm an SME boss, you know, and I have a few stuff. I day-to-day operation, I'm busy. Understandable, right? What if you talk about bigger corporation? Company, listed company with resources like Tuxon. I want to name name, right? <laughs> okay, okay. And it's a good example I want to share out. You look at Parkson, right? I still recall before the 2015 GST, one month before, I still remember because their e-commerce manager, right, summoned us, you know, to his office in Grand. Then when I was there, right, then, okay, then she say, you know, I'm ex-Lazada, I know all this, blah, blah, blah. I need you to do this, 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 this. And I need uh, the point of sales to be integrated with my e-commerce portal. Uh, and whenever I launch a 50% discount, on this mouse offline, the online had to be synchronized, the uh, discount logic at the same time. So she quoted stuff like this. Okay. Then I was like, okay, technically this is already very challenging. Then I asked her, so when do you want it? Before GST come, I said, this is just another month from now. Yeah, then well. she said, okay, I know it can be done. I, I, I told her, I said, <laughs> right, you can have all the money, nobody can deliver this shit for you, right, in one month. I, I actually I was, right. I was right, okay. And yeah. obviously, I think they, they will, of course, interview and talk to a couple of vendors, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has successfully able to commit or pull it off for them, lah, okay? I don't I know what actually happened between. But till only recently, right, they up their shopping site again, parksononline.com, I think. Only mm-hmm. recently, right? So this is the point, I mean, Mindset, if you ask me, big or small, right? But 
eventually, right, you see the logic is very simple. You sell where your customer buy. Right? Yep, yep, I agree. But when, so when, when back then... Buy online, why can't you try to serve the need of customer? It might not... Okay, for a lot of retail, right, because the way, the way they look at it like this. Wow. You know, I, I, and I even ask a lot of time this kind of question one when I talk to all these established business. Then they say, hey, I'm just yes, 20 million now. You know, okay. when I do online, right, can you guarantee me first year sales can generate me at least 2 million? Then I will look at it. Oh, I hear it a lot. Wait. I'm a digital agency. Can you imagine that? <laughs> uh, you guys will be asked a lot, right? Oh, I tell you, no idea, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I don't let them shoot us one. I will fight back one. Because these guys, when they ask this, right, they are talking nonsense and bullshit. Okay? Then I ask them, no? So did your landlord, right, when they rent the shop lot to you, uh, do they guarantee you any fucking business? Well, I think that that's, that's okay. I think that's, right. that's, that's a good metaphor. Yeah. Makes sense. So and also it depends, you know, whether you have business or not. It's way more than just the product itself. The business model, your service, the market you are at, right? Your brand. There's so many things that contribute to a business success, right? I agree. I agree. Uh, and mindset is definitely one of the things that we don't really get. Like, you see, I actually onboarded a lot. I mean, before the before the, the COVID hit, you know, many years back, we actually onboarded a lot of businesses going online and we get asked mm -hmm. all these questions. Like, I think mm -hmm. I, I agree with you because another thing about online is, a lot of so-called conventional businesses or let's say those established brands or even SMEs and all that, right? Mm. They, in a way, I'm not quoting anyone, but in a way, they actually kind of like look at online selling as something easy. They can happen. <laughs> really, I have all this all the time. They will say that at least the store, then I can start selling. Off. Whoever yeah. say that, I never run a Facebook ad before. Confirm lah. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying that. They are, That's why to attend Jason Facebook ad class. Okay. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I I agree that this is really the mindset that we have to because. Um, yeah. In a way, they 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 thought that it's easy because not because they are they are no they are not stupid people. These are all smart people. They run big yeah. businesses, but they are ignorant. They didn't spend a lot of time, at least not even find out about how this thing really worked. So yeah. eventually, when a lot of them started online, you know what? I had a lot people come to us already have spent tens of if not hundreds of thousands building an e-commerce store and all this kind of thing, and eventually and say that how are. And what eventually what we boil down is, you know, I always like to tell people if you want to start selling, you want to start selling, you want to learn selling first, not about building the infra. Hmm. But a lot of people spend a lot of money building the infra, but yet again, you know, when everything is up, they don't know how to sell, then they actually kind of stumble. And yeah. all these people actually, in a way, they, they invested on their own e-commerce infra, as in like the build everything from scratch. And that is really the hardest way to manage in a way, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially when you have no freaking idea about building a yeah. develop, I mean, building something like that, and yet again, you build it, and then after that, you don't know how to sell wakaput, man. Mm. So, I think, I think I agree with the mindset thing, but what is the next one, Adrian, after the okay. mindset? The mindset will be the main stumbling block, right? I hope Definitely. that I mean, throughout this crisis, right, uh, more people can be more adaptive, right? and, you know, because it's a must, you just have to sell where your customer buy. It's as simple True. as that. True. And, um, I think the, the second challenge also, right? Let's say for more established uh, local business, traditional business, uh, the lack of talent pool in the market. 
because I get asked this a lot, right? I say, hey, Adrian, so I want to do this. And you tell me, obviously, let's say you run a Shopify or whatever store. Of course, the boss, their time had to spend on strategizing, recruiting, you know, setting the, a lot of things, right? They're probably not going to run the day-to-day -day operation. What kind of people they should hire? Um, this kind of people, very little people in the market that can they can do this well. No, even they can do this well, they probably have started their own business on the marketplace itself already, right? True, true. So that's why it's, it's in short supply, such talent, and normally I would advise them train from scratch. Okay? Train from scratch. Yeah, yeah from I think that's the right. But the moment they train the person yeah. now, they leave. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> it's usually... Uh, it's very difficult to keep this kind of talent, to be frank. That's why, um, yeah. Another thing I can see, I agree with the talent thing because a lot of a lot of ecom, a lot of businesses that we work with, right? I mean, mm. a lot of clients they try to learn to manage ads on their own. Yeah. They try to learn. They, they try to hire a team to build their their so called their, their, their to maintain infra, but they have no idea how to manage this. So that is another angle, I think. Mm. Because do you know how to actually manage a person like Manfred? Ah? Manfred is super talented, but if you don't understand what he say, you will think that he craps. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so that's the biggest challenge. And when you don't know how to work with a programmer, do you know how to track their KPI? Do you know how to track all these things? So a lot of people kind of like, I think it's actually coming both ways. Of course, the talent pool in the market is kind of like shortage. But we also don't have a very good system for these people to be managed well inside these established companies. So I agree with you. I mean, the talent mismatch is one of the things that is really happening in the market for a long yeah, time. Just, not just talk about, let's say, people that know how to operate all this, right? I I do have a junior recently, right, because of uh, stewardess, right? And obviously uh, not working as stewardess anymore due to the airline industry. And yeah. I think she joined a small company in Butterworth, learning how to sell all these home gardening things online. And I think she managed to pick up in probably a couple of months time. It's a very, very doable way, you know? But of course, listen, on the kind of questions, right? After they know the child how, I don't have an answer. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. I got a question. What happens if you don't train them, then they don't tell? Then how? <laughs> if you don't train them, then they don't tell. Right? <laughs> oh, then you're gonna start also. <laughs> huh? right. They don't tell, they cannot make it, no. they don't tell, then how? Then you cannot hey, remember, look at it in a positive way. You don't train them, they don't do anything, they don't how, and you still can feed them, right? Your company make a hell of a lot of money. So that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a that's good one. Thought, right? no, the, the answer is you must train them. <laughs> you should be happy for them because they when they go to other places, they level up. Then you're still in contact and they say, Hey, I still need another you no know, higher position. Then your new they got to know you should work in PI, PR department, huh? That's uh, that's no, a good one. Think, I agree, really I agree, actually. It's already uh, they level up in another company. Then if in the, in the near future you have a new opening, the job already will come back to you, provided a good work, working relationship. Uh. Job is good. True, true. I agree. Right, okay. I agree. Actually, yeah. one thing I learned about this, uh, right? First of all, right, uh, talented people, okay, they want to grow. Okay, and not just in the compensation. Compensation is for granted. You have to pay competitively first, or you're high, right? For the same okay. time. They want to grow. So when you run 
Example, I give an example, right? I understand if I run Zappy, if I don't grow it, I will soon lose my talented people. That's for sure. Yeah. Very simple one. I can tell you. Right? Because they want to see growth. They want to, you know, go up higher. They want to see, right? Let's say now some of you even ask, what's a career path in your company? So I have a small thing now. I, I honestly tell them to have a career path, our revenue, our customer, our platform, right? Have, our business have to grow, right? That's the only way where you can afford to hire more talented people. Yep. If our business don't grow, when you don't grow, right, you have to realize something. You are backward. You are not yeah. actually in the same place, you know. Yes. Especially in terms of the, the kind of business that we are running. True. Go back, True. Uh, then the back cycle will come. This is one True. thing I really And True. I never believe in uh, not training people. In fact, you should not, uh, how to say, uh, the concern about people leaving is, while it's real, it's unwarranted because I think as uh, uh, people who run the business, it's our job, right, to make sure talented people stay. And they stay, right, due to a lot of reasons, right? The right kind of culture, whether they find their job challenging or not. And for me, right, uh, we have to, we work very hard to strive for balance of 70%. At least of their work, they find challenging, they can see growth. 30% might be mundane, might be the part they hate, but I tell them, I deal with that shit as well, <laughs> you know? You cannot be having right hundred percent of the job that you like one. Like Jason, you guys, right? You you run business. Sometimes customer owe you money, right? You <laughs> like for money, but sometimes you have to do that, right? Because you are the True. business owner. Because if True. the customer don't pay you, you you cannot right pay the salary of your team. Mm. But that's the part of job that you don't like. You see, but you have to do. You see, True. this is one example I like to quote. True, true. I think that's that, that's a very good example. I mean, eventually now we have uh, the mindset, which is I totally agree. And then the second one is about you know the talent pool. Now, what is the third one? What is the third biggest challenge that you think the, the you know the, the the I mean those businesses was trying to sell online is really facing. Okay, if you look at the top two marketplace now, mainly Lazada okay. and Shopee, right? Uh, we have too few brand builders. We have too many traders. If you ask me. We have so, two well, brand builders, too many traders. Yeah. Ah. So what's the difference between brand, uh, brand builders and traders? Ah, that's a very good Imagine, right? question. Brand builders are for me, people who probably build, design. Okay, they can be manufactured in China or whatever. They design a product. Mm -hmm. They have a brand new their product, mm -hmm. right? Rather than just buy and sell. Mm. Okay? Make a because brand of That's one thing, right? Uh, now uh, payment will become more and more frictionless, right? Yep. Now you go to Taobao, do you realize that you can pay using Lazada wallet? I have no um, idea. Yeah, just for your knowledge. You don't, You go Taobao now, you're Malaysian, you can tie your Lazada wallet. You can use Lazada wallet to make payment in Taobao. Right? Wow. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll do shopping later. So, so this kind of integration will make things easier, easier at times goes by. And not to mention, you will see a full 5G implementation across Malaysia in three years' time, latest. I mean, you know, three years' time. Of course, Singapore will be way, I think, faster than us, right? 
And so, so these things, right? Um, I would say, right, we we have to be, you know, we a trading economy, right? We're going to have stiff competitions, right? Uh, coming from the China trader itself. Mm. Yeah. So that's a reality and I will encourage right, all the sellers right, who are doing well and which is a lot of them, by the way, right? Because I, yep. they still compete, you know, by shipping out fast, getting good customer review. But if you have the resources, start investing in building up your own brands or design. You might not necessarily have it manufactured here because the whole supply chain might not be here. But I think uh, you look at Amazon, eventually those win there are the guys that build brands. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So these are the three things I think, you know, yeah, are the main challenges now. Okay. Right. When you say when you say a lot of things uh, made in China reminds me of this 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 quote uh, God yeah. made heaven and earth, but everything <laughs> else is made in China. <laughs> I think it's it's okay to be made in China. I, it doesn't mean that it's bad quality product. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if anyone can source the same type of product as you, you will eventually lead out to a price competition. Yeah. It's a commodity business, la. You you don't. Uh, Start building that, that in brand in e-commerce. Uh, price really differentiate a lot. A lot of people go for prices, but yeah, for for my experience, it's small items, not so not so expensive. And uh, one or two dollar differences, people still not so, not so. But when things get more expensive, uh, mm. 10, 20, or hundred dollars, uh, or then the eyes, uh, then that will be difficult. Really. And of course, ideally, local stock lah. Uh, you don't do drop shipping. Two, three weeks, uh, local stock will have an advantage. Uh, you can ask for a higher price. Uh. Yeah. And always so, always provide free free shipping also. Uh. Yeah, I mean, competition will get stiffer. Uh, and mm -hmm. furthermore, um, marketplace make it very easy to compare price. Right? Mm -hmm. And don't, don't mistake it. It also affects people who sell online. Mm -hmm. When people go to your store, they take out their phone, mm -hmm. they search in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Check your price, mm -hmm. and if this is something they can wait, they don't need now. Mm -hmm. Some will just buy online. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, every time Facebook advertisement hit me, uh, I go check AliExpress first. Yeah. <laughs> I can wait, I can wait, ma. Oh, yeah, if, 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 if we can wait. These are the if, consumer behavior. Yeah. If I I'm more greedy, I will go one six eight eight. If I don't mind ordering 10 year bucks, uh, I can. Okay, since it's cheap, I, I give it to my friend. Yes, you of are the same one. Because I'm in this thing every year. Yeah. Okay, guys, oh. do you see me? Hmm? Do you see me? Because I went disappeared a bit, I think. Just yeah, your, your, your video is a bit jerky. La. Yeah, jerky again. But my light is a bit bad. La. Okay, yeah. you can hear me. Okay, now, yeah. so thanks for the three three key points that I, you know, that I believe, you know, uh, yeah. local sellers should really pick up. Now, I yeah. want to bring to the next thing that, uh, yeah. I, that's, that's really the most important thing that we want to talk about today. <laughs> now, yeah. uh, share with us about Zappi, bro. Okay. So Zappi, to put it simple, uh, we are data tech platform, right? That enables sellers to synchronize products, your inventory, your customers, and the order details, right? With 
top marketplaces like Lazada, Shopee, Presto Mall, Lelong, the four one we are supporting currently in Malaysia, with um, very popular and fast growing platform like WooCommerce, online store platform I'm talking about, mm. uh, Shopify. And at the same time, we can pull back all your orders, pump it back to your accounting software, namely we already support oh. SQL, uh, AutoCount, for cloud-based uh, accounting, we already support QuickBooks, and I'm talking about live deploy for customers. I uh, all have customer using one, and the latest one coming one is zero. Okay, we will launch zero in February. Okay, yeah, zero. which is another month. Yeah, zero XEO. You know, okay. uh, the very popular accounting uh, cloud accounting platform. They mainly dominate in New Zealand and Australia. And actually, they want to come into South Asian market uh, since 20, the late of 2019. They actually have a big event here. But the okay. COVID incident um, basically crashed the whole year 2020 marketing program. That's why they didn't come in here. Okay, uh, But this is one of the parties uh, we will work with. And also, not forgetting, if you eventually want to sell offline, we actually work and partner closely with cloud post company like Zionex. Okay, ah. uh, and also store hub, right? But for Zionex, we have much more tighter integration. Okay, okay. Uh, imagine if you are using, you know, Zionex post, we can easily get your SKU inside your point, point of sale systems, right? On board over to Lazada, Shopee, or even your own shopping app platform running on WooCommerce and Shopify. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. basically, I miss a lot of comments coming from Chiwai. Chiwai is the solo commentator tonight. Huh? Chiwai said well, he wants to connect with you. Okay. Uh, I just brought up one of a comment from Chiwai. He said he want to connect with you because Hi, Chiwai. Chiwai does, yeah, what Chiwai does is Chiwai built all this, you know, customization for, you know, businesses. So uh, definitely in his hand, he has a lot of clients that has uh, WooCommerce and all that. So he wants to work with you. And then Chiwai was saying... Uh, you me on Facebook and thanks for the opportunity. You know, we'll yeah. love to work this. Yeah. Mm. So Chiwai was saying, uh, what if he has an e-commerce system that is not in your list? Um, Chiwai, for like our list now, we cannot support now, and uh, because there's a lot of things ongoing on our platform, we are still building, and whatever you see on the synchronizers, I talk about Pico, right? Product inventory, customer and orders are only the first thing we want to offer to our customers. Eventually, you will see more services running on our platform. We will run multiple services to cater to actually the seller needs, you know, uh, basically to enable them to do omni-channel. And we will have to wait until our API, public API is ready, okay? We're definitely going to get it ready, right, by quarter three this year. Then, while this API consumption, we will be able to actually work with a lot of parties. Mainly, you know, I'm looking at uh, more tighter integration and partnership with company ranging from doing EWMS or CRM, you know. And we want to be friends with everyone, right? But we have to take care of our core uh, nicely first, which is what we are working hard on now. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm quickly bringing up, uh, you know, Zappi website so basically all you need to do is to just go to zappy.com and uh this is so basically i think it's very easy to sign up just click sign up now it's free free, free. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so this is the what do we call this is the okay. We, we want to empower new seller, even if you are a new seller, right? I think if you get your foothold right, you start it right, you can use Zappy for free. Uh, as long as your orders is less than 100 orders a month now, you auto reset. Okay, of course, we hope that as your business grow, you will become our paying subscriber as well. So mm. that will bring me to the next question. Now, basically, this is the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, this is the website of the week. So go to yeah. Zappy.com. So Manfred is off of his duty today. Uh, Manfred, <laughs> you're welcome. So, <laughs> man, because Manfred is the guy who is supposed to do his website of the week, man. Yeah. You know, he's, he's supposed to be the one who actually share one website every every yeah. every week to do to, to, you know about things that are interesting. Now, so let me I, let me remind Jason to put the Zappy website inside the comments for both Facebook and the YouTube. Okay, okay, okay. Let yeah. me do that. Then uh, let me ask uh, Adrian one question. Uh. So, uh, Zappy, so can I say Obiran is one of your competitors? Obiran? O-B-E-L-R-O, Obiron. Obiron, the one that linked with AliExpress. Obelo, Obelo. No, so there's two different. Obelo, they are from day one, right? They want to enable dropshipping one. Oh, we have nothing to do with dropshipping. We don't oh, design a dropshipper one. Oh. So yours yeah. is yours is more like system integrator. Hmm? Can I say that you're a system integrator? You mean we are system integrator? No, actually yours is, uh, yours is software. Synchronization. It's a software that, that pulls the data out from marketplaces and synchronize over their own place. And then they kind of like populate the report and give you kind of like an omni-channel overview. Is that kind of yeah. thing? Yes. You know, and then they and synchronize with your, few, your accounting. Yeah. A few pain points we solve is first of all reduce uh, overselling because offline normally you don't have oversell issue. People come, no stock, uh, then they buy other thing, right? <laughs> but online, right, you have overselling issues. So mm -hmm. you have to make sure your stock availability right, are as accurate as possible. So I think by using Zappy, we can easily have to reduce more than 90% of uh, overselling issue. Okay. Uh -huh. And the second thing are the things like, example, like customer insight. I give you an example. Okay. You can okay. ask your friends, those are selling in Lazada and Shopee, especially. We just talk about this two marketplace only. Mm -hmm. You just ask them one question. So who are your top 100 customers? Exactly. No clue. No idea. No freaking clue. You, you see what they answer you. So... I will believe nine out of 10, right? They won't have a clue, okay? Mm. And even the 10 guy who might have some system that have a clue one, they might need to ask his guy to go and pull some report. We will take him a couple of hours, if not a few days, to find out who are the customer, right? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, if you use yeah. that, we can answer this, right, within a quick. So just click out there, look at, all oh, this frequency, this customer have bought from me, right? Let's say 50 times. The average order value is about, 60 ringgit, right? Mm. So the lifetime value is 3,000 ringgit. Yeah, so we consolidated the customer uh, uh, purchase behavior for you. And obviously this is just a start, right? Mm. Uh, there's a lot of things we want to improve, right? And innovate in this front. Eventually okay. we want to make it a very, very uh, useful customer data platform that will encourage right, our user can utilize to encourage repeat purchase right from their user, from their customers, right? Okay. Because eventually you guys are doing marketing one, we all know that 
it's always right, made much cheaper to serve your existing customer compared to get a new one, right? Totally and agree. To upsell totally existing customer that they already have their trust placed on you. So that's yeah. one of the goals, you know, uh, we want to do. And okay. why we call ourselves a data platform? Because uh, we want to enable, right, uh, all this data to tell story in a way that can help our users to make better business decisions. Right. Okay. Just just use look back the top customer as an example. If they want to do event, if they want to do reward thing, right? They want to reward their top uh, loyal customers. They can easily pull out the data, right, and engage them, right? True. Party, right, and give them a experience like that they will never forget. When so, you do until a certain size itself, ideally you want to know the top twenty five percent user, then grab their email, put inside Facebook. Yeah. Advertise to and them. Would you be integrating with any email marketing platform? Ah? No. Okay, one oh, thing wow. you guys have to know, one thing you guys have to know, Lazada and Shopee, they don't give out email. One. What about SMS blasting? I know about SMS blasting, Yes, this is something we will enable. Okay. All right? so you can get a handphone number. La. You can get a handphone number. You can get, but you can't get email one for some reason. Oh, handphone, Even handphone number, you, you, have to, you have to utilize it within the terms and conditions. Okay, okay. Because sometimes now, we all, people, people can yeah. always argue that it's so... Why actually, whatever we provide, right? they already have. You understand? Because whatever platform, they need to give you phone number. Otherwise, the, the deliver company won't deliver for you guys. True. Okay? True. No, no. no phone number. They ask you to deliver yourself. Okay. True. True. Uh, no one will so, deliver. So, so. provide this to you. Yeah, this is kind of that give you very insightful things right, about your customer that you want to know. Examples are like your top hundred customer, right? Mm. True. That that they will bring us to the next question. Okay. So what is the difference between Zappy and SideGiant? Everybody knows that, you know, both side Giant and Web Paper, Adrian, uh, and, you know, Stanley, they are, they, I mean, these are good friends, you see, these are all good friends. So uh, uh, I work with side Giant, I work with you, but we all know side Giant kind of like is the leader in terms of the integration thing. So what yes. makes Zappy yeah. different from Sai Giant? Yeah. Okay, I think there are a lot of difference, but I, for audience, right, I just want you to walk away with three things of it. Okay. First of all, right, Zappy, right, we have five characters on it, side Giant has nine. So we are shorter. <laughs> okay, and we are dot com. The shorter the better. Always when it comes to the com name. Agree or not? <laughs> the first thing. Second, second, you can start Zappy for free. You can't All do right. that inside. Okay? We All are right. freemium. And why we do freemium is very simple. We want to empower new sellers. Right? And as their business grow, we want to grow together with them. That's one thing. And obviously, secondly, right, we want to actually give our users, our prospect, a, a chance to actually try our stuff before you sign up. So check out our stuff, right? Uh, while our interface is not yet the best, but I want to share with the audience, right? When we build our product, we care about 3S. We want the 3S to build inside the product itself. So this 3S actually doesn't stand for English name, you know, it stands for Malay name, mm. okay? Because my team, right, is a multicultural team. We have Indonesian, we have Syrian, uh, we have uh, Malay, we have Chinese in the team, okay? So the first S is Senang Pakai, which is easy to use. Second and thing is Senang Pakai means, uh, yes, easy to use. Okay. Nice to use, okay? Uh, the third one is Stabil. stabil. To, do one, to do one S is hard enough. 
And we care about building this 3S, right, into Zappi. And we work very, very hard towards it because we know that we are still far from it, what we want to achieve. Okay. All right. And my All team right. is working tirelessly on that. Okay. I like and the, the third, thing, third thing, Zappi, right? If you are utilizing Shopify, if you are utilizing WooCommerce, these two very popular platforms, very fast-growing platforms, and with a lot of add-ons, Zappi can support. Okay? We are designed for it. Right. Check it out. So only these three things. Another few thousand things, sign up. And you find out yourself, right? Schedule a demo with my sales team, and they will share with you more. Okay, now I have a question from Chiwai, who is obviously yeah. a user. Huh? You have to take care of Chiwai. Yeah. Chiwai, yeah. Chiwai has a lot of questions. Right? Now, Chiwai is asking what's the difference between the basic analytics versus your advanced analytics. That's obviously something that only you know. Okay, um, Chiwai, the advanced analytics is something, right? Currently, okay, uh, we plotted, right? One of the advanced analytics report we do is, right? We, we show you on a Google map where your concentration on the uh, Orders right originate. Okay. Um, so okay. Imagine right. I I we want to answer question like this, huh? Now you are studying online, correct? You are you are young fellow, you you graduate, you start online business, you know, then you have been running it for one, two years. So your sales have been growing, right? Until now you accumulated, let's say fifty thousand orders. Then you still realize, hey, in Malaysia and Singapore, I read a report, right, telling only 8% of the total retail sales are being done online. Okay? Not even 10%. If okay. you look at China, I think 35% to 40% ring. US, 54%. What does it mean? Oh, a big chunk of customers still buying offline. Right? So he, now he wants to actually venture offline. You know, he know COVID, he got good deal in all the, you know, shop lot renter or even can go with uh, the shopping mall. Then what is the best place for him to open his first physical store? That's the question we want to answer. Uh -huh. So, so you that. They, they click, they see the concentration. Oh, you know, 35% of my orders actually come from this Salango, um, Shalam area. Let's call it like 35000 zip code. So the data tells you, right, your first store should be there. So there's one of the report, right? We make it available on advanced analytics. Nice. Yeah. So hopefully it answer your question. Uh, but uh, honestly, there's a lot more we have to do on that part. Uh, what we have now is not Just enough. A Just yeah. a surface. Obviously, I can see what what our friend is doing. Obviously, I can see what what Adrian is trying to do now, and his company is trying to do now is actually to build a big data made available for e-commerce sellers to really take themselves, you know, their business to the next level. Amazing. Thank you so much for you know, all the sharings and, you know, really enjoy this. I mean, the next time we come in, we probably want to drill deeper on a different topic, but, you know, because we have time limitation, it's already past one hour. Thank you so much. We still have quite a number of people watching this on Facebook and YouTube alike. If you're watching this, this is a three marketer show. What we do is we go live every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. to discuss one digital marketing related topic. So even we have Adrian. So next week we have... Uh, Manfred, you are you confirmed? Have we confirmed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll be covering the video storyboarding. Video storyboarding, my uh, yeah. yeah, he's uh, he's an expert in Facebook marketing also. Also, co uh, uh, 
doing projects and also teaching in, in Singapore. So awesome. I finally got another, another friend in Singapore. So uh, I'm interested to share with you more. But uh, Adrian, I find it difficult to say no to you uh, after you mention all the things. You, you make it very easy, the gentle curve. Yeah. That guy so, is a uh, I want to spread the word in Singapore. Hopefully you have more Singapore customers. Uh, yeah. uh, just to share with the team before I close this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, from the day one, when we do this, uh, we want to be where Lazada and Shopee are. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely by this year, mm-hmm. you will see us having customers from Singapore, Philippines, and Indonesia as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Look forward to that. That's yeah. awesome. All right. Yeah, we are working and, on that. Yeah. yeah. is saying that they want to connect. Chi just go over and you know, hit up. He he knows yeah, that you know, right. he, uh, he recognized your Avenger logo already, but he would he would definitely reply yeah, yeah. don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I mean thank you so much. Adrian, don't go yet. I mean after we close this, let's go backstage a little bit. But uh, thank you so uh. much everybody who is watching this. If you like to see what we are what you're seeing right now, remember to hit the like or subscribe button to make sure that you'll be notified every time we go live in the future so next week it's our 19th episode we have a guy who talks about video storytelling which is one of the most essential thing that you need to learn about creating effective content and advertisement for your facebook and digital marketing campaign so basically stay tuned next week on wednesday and hopefully the following following we might have a female marketer finally we have another one but wait well, let me confirm you guys that and i'll bring it up sorry all guys are Oh, the, well, I mean, we only had one Jamie. We only had Jamie. Yeah. And, uh, and it's very difficult to invite female because they sleep early. Uh, <laughs> so we are working hard on it. Let me work on that. All right. Yeah. So with that, thank you so much, guys. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next week at the same time. We'll see you next week. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, Good night. Bye. Thank it you. was a great pleasure talking with you all. Oh, thanks. Thank thanks, you. Adrian. Thank you so much. And if anyone wants to work with Adrian for whatever you know, you want to sign up the package or you want to ask more questions, just hit him up. Okay. All right. See you next week, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.